It's in the game. Yeah! New It's in the Game podcast here on Cruise Control. I am your host, Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. And I'm joined by my guy, Denicio, and Joe Cruz from Hoops in the Sun. Denicio, my man, how you doing? What's going on, big bro? I thought I lost you, but I'm back. I'm back in the fold. What's good? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Joe Cruz, my man, how you doing? Always a pleasure to be in Cruise Control with Randy Cruz, as well as my boy, Denicio. And we're here talking about some NBA, the playoff, um, not playoff, the regular season predictions for the NBA season coming up 2018-2019. Um, going to find out who's going to make the playoffs uh, this season, who is the MVP, rookie of the year, coach of the year, all that good stuff. So, Denicio, I'll start with you. And usually me and you kind of get it right majority of the time, you know, who makes the playoffs, what teams are going to you know, be sleepers that did not make it last year, but will make it this year. And teams that made it last year could kind of fall back with what's been going on during the summertime with the free agency, trades, all that good stuff. So let's start with the Eastern Conference. There is no LeBron James in there. He's now in LA in the Western Conference. So it's kind of more wide open. We, I guess we kind of know Boston, Philly, and Toronto are the top three teams that will make it in the Eastern Conference. We got to figure out who are the other five and potential sleepers. So if you already have Boston, Philly, Toronto, what other five teams you have making the playoffs in the Eastern Conference? Indiana. Um, hmm. Milwaukee. All right, that's five. Um, you know what? I don't, hmm. I don't trust Orlando. Oh, Charlotte. Excuse me. I meant did I, did I say Charlotte? No, Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay, Charlotte. That's six. We go Washington. Right, so we, got, we got two more slots. We'll go. We'll go Washington, and we'll go New York. Joey laughed when he mentioned New York. I did. That's all right. I, I laugh at him all the time. It doesn't matter. Um, okay, so you have Boston, Philly, Toronto, Milwaukee, Indiana, Charlotte, Washington, and New York. Um, so no Miami. Who 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 made it last year? No Miami. I don't know if Miami's going to make make a good push because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, obviously they're trying to get Jimmy Butler. They don't have Jimmy Butler. And also, too, um, um, I don't know how Dragic is going to perform knowing that he's won about a couple months away from being traded. Right. And then you have, uh, if I'm not mistaken, isn't there two God hurt? I forget his name. Um, Richardson? No, the other one. from that He got traded from Cleveland, I think. Who's on Miami now? Yeah, he's on Miami now. Um, he was he Winslow? Was off. Was Not standing. Winslow, right? Say again? Not Winslow, right? Not Winslow. He's a forward. No, nah, he was going off with uh, Drogic. It was him, Drogic going off. With that. They pretty oh, much oh, tried to make um, a flash. Waiters. Waiters. Waiters is hurt. He's hurt until, like, until, you know, after Christmas. So I don't really see them, you know, making a late run. Mm-hmm. Uh too much but you know what i 
you know, I'll move the Knicks out and put Miami at eight just because they made it last year. Makes sense. So even with without LeBron, there's no chance that the Cavaliers, you know, they're not making the finals. But do you think they're not even making the playoffs at all? Who's my last three? I said Miami. You said Miami, Charlotte, Hawkins, and the Wizards. Charlotte, Wizards, definitely the Wizards. Yeah, you know what? Because I, you know what? Because 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 Cleveland has love. I'll take Charlotte out and put Cleveland in there. So you take that makes out, more sense. And then you're taking out New York and putting Miami. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. So you have Boston, Philly, Toronto, Milwaukee, Indiana, Cleveland, Washington, Miami. Correct. Yes, that makes more sense. All right, Joe. Who do you do you agree with these eight? Is there a team uh, you feel like we're kind of sleeping on that might have a chance, like your Orlando's, your Detroit's, and is there a team that who made it last year you think might fall out? Um, definitely want to go with um, Indiana, for sure. Uh, Milwaukee for sure. The Wizards for sure. Um, and there's two more, right? Yep. Two more, right? So I'm gonna go on a limb and take uh, the Pistons. The Pistons. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel with a with a healthy uh, Jackson. And with a full year of Blake Griffin, and with a new, is there a new coach for Detroit, right? Yeah, there's um, Dwayne Casey, right? So there's a new coach. Dwayne Casey, yep. Um, I think that they'll play similar to the Raptors. Um, he's a coach of the year. He has a bona fide all-star, or two all-stars with Drummond and Griffin. You got a healthy Jackson coming back. You got a more, you got a more profound um, Stanley Johnson. And I'm not too sure the free agent moves they made on the season, but I, I kind of feel they they will take that uh, take a slot. I don't know whether it's sixth to eighth. Um, I'm not sold on Miami, so I'm gonna go with the Hornets. And that's it, right? Yeah, and, and I'm not sold on Cleveland. Um, one, it's you know they don't have any inside presence of scoring besides Love, and you know um, their point guard. They are the Eastern. They are the Eastern Conference. Champions, don't be disrespectful. Yeah, and they had a guy named LeBron James that was there. And um, <laughs> what it is is, uh, you know, you have a aging George Hill, you have a promising rookie in in Colin Sexton. You have incons- you're inconsistent with your two guard and Jr. Uh, if you get, if you get Jr. of the past, this conversation will be different. Um, I don't know who your three is. You know, you lose LeBron. Your four is Love and five is Tristan Thompson. So the question is, how are they going to get free shots? How are they going to get their own shots? How are they going to score? You know, they can't even score in the half court, let alone a transition, um, because of lack of scoring and and, and people who could put the ball in the hole. Um, So I'm not sold on Cleveland, even though that they had a little nice little preseason game against Boston, but that's preseason. Miami, you have an agent, D-Wage, D- his last hurrah. He may not even play 20 minutes in a game in some games. In some games, he might give you, you know, an old vintage tape of D-Wade. And if not, you might get a D-Wade that scored four. Um, and then the Knicks, I think out of all the teams that are promising, it's it's them. It's just unfortunate that Porzingis got hurt 
where you can see their full potential with now with you know with Fisdale coaching and you have a young Trey Burke full year you have a, a, a blossom rookie in Kevin Knox whose upside is you know uh, very high and then you got you know you got a, another year of Porzingis after an All Star career you know, after All Star year you know you start making moves and you need, and synergy is different so uh, I think the Knicks is the outside looking in for me I would like them to win but I wouldn't put them in there off rip. Yeah, I agree with that assessment with the Knicks. But um yeah, something about Detroit just doesn't just doesn't make me doesn't make me doesn't move me. Something so, about Detroit. So so what is it about Detroit that is not that you're not sold on? I just don't I don't think they have enough chemistry to make the playoffs. I don't think the uh the, you know, I don't think they've shown that they are together enough to actually make the playoffs. They look nice on paper. Don't get it twisted. I mean, but there's no Stan Gundy, right? You got um, Jackson back. You got a full year Blake. You gotta, you gotta at least. I mean, you gotta at least give that benefit doubt that you have three or four things that's different from last year that's gonna probably turn the table, and and it, and it might go for the worse. But I, you know, Dwayne Quasi just came up for Coach of the Year. You know, I know playoffs didn't really say much about that when LeBron destroyed him and swept him, but. I, I think he's a, I think he has a better connection with players than Van Gundy. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that, that might be a little different, but we'll see. We we we're about to see because uh because by the end of the season, Dwayne Casey may not even have a may not have a, a full head of hair uh on his head by the time he realizes like, yo, this Blake Griffin guy really is all he's giving me is a little bit of scoring, a little bit of rebounding, but he's not a leader that I want him to be or need him to be. And that may be problematic. So yeah, so yeah, we got we got a couple of things that we agree with and disagree with. So yeah, I think for me, I, I would go with Boston, Philly, Toronto, Milwaukee, Indiana. Um, the, you know, uh, Miami Wizards and the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers can make it, but they would be like seventh, eighth seed. I don't see them any higher than that. Uh, I'd be very shocked if they are higher than that. Outside looking in, I would have to go with. Um, Detroit and New York. Uh, I like the upside of, of Detroit where they have a full year of Blake and him and Drummond uh, in the front court. Stanley Johnson, uh, Jackson, Casey. I think if any team that made it last year that may not make it this year, oh man, I think it's either Cleveland or, or Miami. Unless Miami finally gets Butler from Minnesota. I don't know. Uh, but I think... You know, Miami and Cleveland can fight for that 7th, 8th. But, you know, when you mention the Western Conference, it's a whole lot different. I'm going to tell you the eight teams that made it last year. And you're going to tell me, hey, either all eight are going to make it or we're going to have some new people in there. Uh, we got Warriors, the Rockets, the Thunder, San Antonio, Minnesota, New Orleans, Portland, and Utah. So those are the eight teams that made it last year. Uh, a lot of people are putting L.A. in it. The, the Lakers, not the Clippers, the Lakers. Um they're going to take a spot. What spot do they take? Who's on the outside looking in? And anybody else in the Western Conference that you feel could get in this year? Oh, wow. Um, you know what? I don't... Wow, it's not looking good. Um, well, the Lakers The Lakers didn't make it last year, correct? Right. Uh, so so they're in. Shoot. So you you have them in this year with LeBron, I assume. 
Yes, they're going to be in the playoffs. LeBron, um, I, I, I assume LeBron's going to give him at least 30, 30 wins by himself. Okay, now is will San Antonio be back? Now they got a, they got a whole bunch of injuries. Lonnie Walker, uh, Murray's out for the for the year with ACL injury. No Ginobili, no Parker, no Kyle Anderson, no Kawhi Leonard. Does San Antonio make even make the playoffs? Even though they had uh, a trade with Toronto to get Demar Derozan. <sighs> That's a lot. That is. A we, lot have, we have we <laughs> have we had some injuries. We had you know San Antonio has some injuries. Mm-hmm. So it's not. Let me look at this real quick. All right. So I, I see. Okay. Everybody that's made the playoffs last year will make the playoffs again, with the exception of the Memphis Gri- Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies will not make the playoffs. The Lakers will take their spot. They didn't make it last year. You sure? Positive. Memphis was terrible last year. I, I mean, unless you mean Minnesota. Was it? Am I looking at Minnesota? No, 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 no Memphis at sure all. I'm looking at it. 2008. <laughs> We're in 2018, right? 2017? Um, I'm looking at 2017. I'm looking at. Uh... Oh, okay. Hmm. No Memphis whatsoever. Okay. So. Golden State, San Antonio's two, Rockets three, four, five. Pelicans made it, Portland, Utah. You, hmm, somebody has to, somebody's not going to make it. And I know that LA's coming in. We got to, we got to, we got to get somebody out of here. It might be San Antonio. Could it be? What do you, what is, what is, Joe, what do you think? I'm going to help you out, brother, because you sound like you were struggling. I mean, I'm trying to look at these. I'm trying to look at nah, these. I know, I know. Uh, so we're gonna go with um, we're gonna go with G State. We're gonna go with Houston. We're gonna go with OKC. Um, I'm gonna go Portland. I'm definitely gonna go Utah. I'm gonna go with New Orleans. And I'm gonna go with the Lakers. Need one more, right? And I'm gonna say San Antonio because of the. Because of the pedigree that Popovich brings, they had a major injury with Mur- with Murray being the young guard, point guard. Um, I don't know how they're going to recover. I know we mentioned offline that Patty Mills m- might take the reins. Uh, my 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 assumption or my GM skills would be like, hey, listen, man, let me bring back Tony Parker, be a backup to his home, and ride out the sunset and and and, and retire as a spur. Uh, he's definitely not happy as a Hornet, and I don't think that he's a you know the proper backup guard for uh, a two-time All-Star and a fr- franchise-leading person in Kimber Walker. That's his team. Um, I do like Denver. Outside looking in, I think Denver has a very good young squad. Um, if, if San Antonio struggles, I, I I see Denver sneaking up in there. I, I can't give you an exact order, but I think those are the teams that might that will come out in the playoffs this year. I'm gonna. Tell you like I told uh, Randy last year, and, I, and then I told my boy Kendrick. I said uh, Denver is gonna sneak up on people. They got a very good big man in Joker, Joker, Jokovic, right? Uh, yeah. They got a uh, very good guards. You know, with with um, with Murray, Gary Harris, Will Barton. Um, they got some. They got some young gunners, man. So 
that might be uh, a team that needs to be uh, respected in the West? You know what? Now that I'm looking at it, hmm. all right. Hmm. Why am I looking at uh, I'm looking at the the, the 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 teams, and I'm showing. Why is it showing Memphis was, was seven? Am I bugging? 2017 NBA playoffs. Memphis? Hmm. You sure? It's showing, it's, it's showing Golden State, Portland, Clippers, Utah, Houston, OKC, San Antonio, yeah, that's Memphis. Old. That's old because the Clippers were nowhere near the playoff last year anyway. Clippers, no Memphis. Yeah, so what kind of internet Google stuff am I looking at? Anywho. Probably, probably two oh, years ago. Check the 2018 season. You need 2017-2018 season. Not 2016-2017. 2017-2018. Playoff, playoff bracket. NBA playoff bracket. And then, all right. So let me, let me, okay. Now that makes sense. Yeah. Go, right. go back, go back to 2013, the last time the Knicks made it. <laughs> it's been five now years. Now that makes sense. All right. So, okay. Yeah. So we're okay. Let, let so just to piggyback a little bit off what uh, Joe said. I think yeah. So what we have here is Minnesota's not making it. They made it last year. They're not making it. Okay. Um. The obviously the the replacement team is going to be the Lakers, depending on where where that fits. I don't know. If Denver has enough to overstep all those other teams. Houston, OKC, Utah, Portland, New Orleans, Golden State, San Antonio. I don't think Denver has enough have has enough guns to overtake them. So, I think uh, they may be obviously they they're a sleeper. They may be right on the edge, but with Lakers obviously replacing the Minnesota's eighth slot. They're not going to be eight. I think LA is going to be probably five. So if, if, if I asked you, if, if Jimmy Butler somehow stays with Minnesota, let's say he does not get traded, does Minnesota get back in the playoffs? Or they don't get back no. if... or even So no. no. Even with because it. what's, what's going to happen is they're not going to be able to... There's not going to be any synergy. I would be surprised if he's there past February, the trading deadline. I'm surprised he's still there now because they they there was reports saying that uh, Miami almost had him. So, yeah, but Minnesota wanted too much. They wanted Josh Richardson, um, Bam out of Bayou, and probably a pick or some or somebody else. I saw but, I saw Dragic. Hey, he was available, but I don't think he w- I don't think he would have been in that deal because you know the the the. The Wolves don't need a point guard. I, th- I think they got two already, so it's not like, you know, why would I trade my two guard if I don't get a two guard back? So that's why they wanted Josh, and, and plus they wanted out of Bayou to make it feel like I'm, I'm giving you a two-time, three-time, whatever, all-star. This is what I want back. But as of right now, he's going to play with Minnesota. So until anything further happens, he might suit up with them on opening night. And then now it, it, it comes down to whether they make the playoffs with him or not. No handshakes, no high fives, straight up business until I get traded. Minnesota's not going anywhere. So, yeah. So, I, we, we pretty much agree on most of the top six or seven teams. Um, uh, it's going to be interesting where they land. And, uh, you know, some people are talking about Stephen A. Smith. 
Some people are talking about the Lakers going all the way to the Western Conference Finals. They're not going to the Western Conference Finals. They're, they're not going to be seated high enough to go that far. The Rockets, the Rock, the Golden State's going to be ranked number one. The Rockets are going to buzzsaw them pretty much if they see if they see the uh, the LA Lakers. So it's they're not even making the conference. They're not even they may they may get make get kicked out the second round. So you have everybody from last year, but Minnesota is out. LA is in. Correct. And San Antonio still stays. Yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge and, and DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan is enough to limp them into the playoffs. You got two All Stars. I think that's enough to limp them in the playoffs. Um, to win, probably not, but limp them in the playoffs. All right. Now you know if the Lakers make the playoffs, does that put LeBron in the driver's seat to be the MVP, or is it going to be down to Curry, Durant, Harden? Or do you think LeBron is, um, you know, if they get the playoffs, be maybe top four, top five seed, is that enough for LeBron to win the MVP, or do you see it somebody else? Well, real quickly, so uh, Randy can chime. Uh, excuse me, so um, Joe can chime in. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say that um, Bron, it's always Bron's uh, Bron's trophy to lose. So Bron, Bron, LeBron will always have a chance to win the MVP. It's just a matter of who's going to be paying, who's going to be be playing better than him, and who's going to have a better record. Um, so it's always his to lose. So if, I mean, I would say he would, in order for him to win the MVP, the LA Lakers would more than likely have to get a two seed, and he'd have to average at least close to a triple double. For him to beat MVP, um, that's the only that's the only chance. So we're talking about LeBron being MVP. LeBron being an MVP, will he win MVP this year? Um, as much as I want to say yes, um, I don't know, and I don't know who would probably take over the. I kind of feel somebody from the Golden State Warriors might step in that limelight. Um, it's still it's still early for Luke Walton to have chemistry with these guys. LeBron coming to LA is a huge impact, and I think that he'll he'll be an MVP consideration. I kind of feel they won't click to like the 40th, 45th game of the season, 50th game, and then you'll start seeing LeBron go over 20 games straight with some ridiculous numbers. But at that point, it might be too it might be too late. Um, you know, you got Durant with the Warriors, you got Curry in the Warriors, even got Harden still almost in his prime, um, who has a, who who definitely has a bone to pick with when it comes to almost knocking out the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. Um I think the safe the safe answer is LeBron, only because of what he means to now the Western Conference, how he fares up a competition, how he's gonna get these young guys working together, how you're gonna be out coach or coach with Luke Walton, and um, how well his body would with will maintain, you know, a Western Conference schedule. So I'm a little I'm a little on the fence on that. So I'm not I'm not saying that LeBron will not win it. I would love him to win it. I think he can win it. I just don't want to put that out there right now because I just know there's going to be a few players with a chip on their shoulder trying to trying to get that that MVP chip. 
It's gonna be him or um him or, um Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean, I I think Kevin Durant is still trying to come out of the second uh, the second best player in the world conversation, and I think that um, with the uh, offense and the and the and with uh, Coach Kerr coaching, uh, it gives him a lot of freedom to do what he wants when he wants, and I think that that's what LeBron doesn't have right now because he has a lot of, he has a lot of young players that he needs to kind of develop. Where the Warriors doesn't have that ability. They're all good. They're on their prime. They're all all stars and two, three time champions, you know? Um so it's not a <laughs> lot of room for error right there, you know? They they they, they know what it is. Um LeBron has a larger margin for error because he's dealing with a different deck of cards. You know, and um but it's like you said earlier, I, I agree. I think it's his to lose, but I'm not gonna put him in that seat right now. I wanna see how it unfails and kinda Kind of unfolds when it comes to seeing seeing him play with the new team. Everything looks good right now in preseason. You know, no look passes and the energy on the bench and handshakes and Lance and you dancing around. You know, <laughs> but you're playing the Warriors four times, not twice a year. You're playing Portland four times a year. You know what I'm saying? Like you're playing the Pelicans four times a year. You're not playing twice a year. You know, you don't have an Eastern Conference schedule to really kind of hold you down you know what I mean so the margin of error is a little a little different for, for LeBron I think he has the ability to get it um, or win it and he should but I, I just don't want to put that that tag on him right now well listen it's God bless him he's gonna be uh, he thought he was lifting weights in, in Cleveland he's gonna be lifting some weights in, in the uh, in, in Lake Showtown so he's gonna have to um, have a lot of He's gonna to have to have a lot of um, patience when it comes to those players, those young players that he has. We'll see. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, LeBron could be the MVP every year. You know, just um, what he's what he's been able to do with these franchises, with the Cavaliers, with the Heat, and you know, a straight finals. I don't, I don't think that'll happen this year. But just him being at his age and almost getting a triple double in the finals and playoffs, and still playing at a high potential and now he's going to be in a situation where a lot of his teammates are going to be younger than him I mean aside from the veterans like Beasley and Rondo and Lance and and McGee but you know you have Lonzo Ingram is going to be possibly the 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 second scoring option on that roster Um, Josh Hart off the bench just seeing the Lakers back in the playoffs is 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 you know, good for the NBA. I, I tell people that the NBA is better when the Knicks, the Lakers, Philadelphia, Boston are all are all in the playoffs or doing good or on the right path. But seeing LeBron MVP, I think it could happen. It's going to be him, Durant. I wouldn't count out James Harden either. Not saying he, he he's going to win it, but uh, I think that, again, now with a new roster with the Rockets, um chip on the shoulder for not winning the championship for not getting out of the conference finals last year having Carmelo now on board you know my guy now, not so much yours but my guy um, whoa 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 watch your mouth oh you're watch a fan of Carmelo okay uh, my bad my bad damn 
I am a Carmelo. I am a Carmelo defender. It's these other Knicks fans that just oh, okay, I got it, got it. Right. So, so me and you on the same page with Carmelo, but I think you know D'Antoni seeing what happened last year and a healthy Chris Paul, and I think they're the only threat to the Warriors um, in the Western Conference out east. Is Boston? You know, Kyrie could be an MVP candidate. You know, let's not forget about him. Um, someone like Giannis, still a little young, but he could be, you know, he could do some wonders for Milwaukee. But right now, if it's a top five candidate, got to go LeBron, Durant, Kyrie, Harden. Um, I think I think that's it. I think Giannis could be up there. Embiid, you know, real MVP conversation uh, is going to come down to, I think, Harden, Durant, and LeBron. Um, who Those are, three, that's yeah, pretty much it. Who are... Who are some rookies you're looking most forward to seeing with, with the new roster? You know, DeAndre Ayton with uh, with Phoenix, Kevin Knox uh, with New York, Marvin Bagley with Sacramento, Trey Young with Atlanta, um, Bridges with Charlotte. Who are some I forget? Mo Bamba with Orlando. Who are some of the rookies you're looking forward to? And who can you really say, if healthy, this guy will be the rookie of the year? I don't even know. To be honest. <laughs> Thanks. The, the 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 people that you just mentioned, I am not. I mean, I, I saw. I'm not confident in your boy Aiden in Phoenix. Um, Mo why Bamba not, hasn't shown not? me enough for me to be like, okay, consistently he can score. Uh, Trey Young looks like he's getting overmatched from time to time. Um. You know, Bridges, he's playing with um, he's playing with uh, Kemba. So yeah. he'll get more looks. He'll get more looks. Uh, he'll be more comfortable in the open court with Kemba. But I don't have a, a guy that's I'm definitive when I'm saying, oh, you know, that's the rookie of the year. And, I, and that's that's interesting. This is probably the first year, a couple, couple of years where I'm like, yeah, no, I don't see anybody who is literally my favorite as a, as the uh, rookie of the year. It's the first time. And then you also had that that kid, Luka Luka Doncic, uh, from 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 the Mavericks. Um, you know what? He's he's shown me more. He's shown me more uh, than any other. Well, obviously, he's a grown man based on um, based on European uh, European player players and mm-hmm. how they started like twelve. So uh, you know, he's a grown man. So he may be, he may be some him and Dennis Smith. I like it. Yeah, I think for me, far as exciting rookie to watch, it might be Trey Young because everybody's gonna be seeing how far he's shooting from and how many points he can light up and you know how many points he can put up and just kind of see how his game from Oklahoma is gonna translate to the NBA game and and now with Atlanta, he's gonna be the main focal point of the offense. He can shoot. 30 times if he wants to. Atlanta ain't going nowhere, so he might get it just off that merit. He, he might get 20 a game, and Atlanta gets 17, 17 dubs. Um, I like I like, <laughs> I like like Knox for New York just because I'm a New York Knicks fan and kind of seeing, you know, he's going to be thrown right into the fire now with um, Porzingis being out possibly the, the entire season. You put him with Cancer, Tim Hardaway, Trey Burke, uh, I think he he probably has the best situation as far as he does starting, but you're starting with veteran players, 
you know, everything is not going to be on you per se, like DeAndre Aiden from Phoenix and Marvin Bagley from Sacramento, even Trey Young. So the expectation, it may not be that high for Knox, and he's going to be covered and surrounded with other veterans from New York. So he might get you 12, 13 in the game. The Knicks might win a couple more games. So that that's probably his upside. But, you know, him, Aiden's going to be uh, something to watch. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're big Devin Booker fans and trying to see where Phoenix can go with this lineup. Um, but, you know, I, I, if you ask me, everybody healthy, it might come down to, it might come down to Aiden, Trey Young, and Kevin Knox. What do you think? I'm going to go with uh, Marvin Bagley from the Kings. I think uh, Marvin Bagley is a very skilled big man that can work with De'Aaron Fox and other pieces around him to bring back the synergy in, with Sacramento. Um, he might boost their record up at least five, five to ten games improvement because of his array of skill sets. Talk about a seven-foot guy that could bring the ball up, that could shoot the perimeter jump, jump shot, who can put the ball on the floor, who can pass, who can spread the floor, run the floor like a deer. This is kind of you know where the NBA is right now with with a non-traditional big man coming in and kind of impacting the game from all different levels. It reminds me of a young Derek Coleman. Um, my second pick would be uh, Luka Doncic. I seen him playing in preseason, as you said earlier, Denisio and Randy. Like these, he's it's too early to say, but the feel for the game for him seems natural. And I think that guys like him, you know, six four, six five, can put the ball in a hole, can strong, can shoot the basketball, international play. Uh, knows the game at a young age, can can only get better around pros. And from experience, I think he has a good shot to win at Roy. And then outside looking, I think it's um, Trey Young. They did a lot of movements to make sure Trey Young is a franchise player. With that being said, they moved um, th- they moved the point guard. They, they, they moved Schroeder to, yeah, to the Mavericks. Uh, well, I thought Schroeder was a solid player. And you come in with a, you know, with a freshman or a rookie uh, for Trey Young to take over Atlanta Hawks and give him the keys and the reins. I think it's an opportunity that um, he'll benefit from. So I see, it in that, I see it in that order. Marvin Bagley, Luka Doncic, and Trey Young. That'll work. I mean, somebody got to win it. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. I mean, like, yeah, there's no... That's the thing. How the... the we don't. This draft was has been very, you know. I would I would call it weak. I haven't seen, you know. We we don't see to it. The last time we had a draft that we had uh, transitional players was was what Embiid. Well, you know Embiid's draft. You think this say. draft is weak? Oh, yeah, absolutely. This draft that just passed. Who'd you say? Oh, he's gonna he's going to give them at least 20 to 30 games i didn't see nobody in the draft that i, I mean, thought i mean marvin bagley maybe but i think i think talent weight. wise i think talent wise it's it's at least the first maybe 13 to 18 picks are solid i mean they're not players solid. right right that's a that's a good solid. class cuz you're talking about we we don't have drafts that you thought were transcendent were transcendent players like greg Oden. And them guys disappeared, you know. And yeah. you talking about players that that can make a contribution or impact on their team, right? So, Mo Bamba, yeah, I'm trying, Mo Bamba, I'm right? About, Mo Bamba. No, I'm talking. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm saying like an example. Like Mo Bamba is probably a trans, transitional player, but.
but his talent not there yet. But he'll get a lot of opportunities in, in, my, in Orlando to make him such, right? Um, you look at Michael Bridges, you know, playing in Phoenix. And you're looking at DeAndre Ayton. You know, these guys are, you know, these guys score 18 points in college, man. 20 points in college. These guys are on bums. These guys are just in different situations. So, well, let me, I think let this me, class let me is tell tough. I don't, me, think, it's like, I don't think it's like memorable, but I think it's you'll get solid players that, that could become all-stars or at least 10-year vets because you know a lot of a lot of rookies come in they don't last two or three years bro like let John, me let me put you on to something last on, the, uh, on, I was, watch, I was watching the preseason I was watching the preseason game uh, the next preseason game just past uh, a couple of days ago and they have Von Lay and I remember Von Lay I, I think he went to Indiana if I'm not mistaken and I thought this he, say again he was at Portland Right, he was at Portland, but he went to he went to Indi- uh, in college. He was in Indiana, if I'm not mistaken. Right, and I yeah, thought right. and I thought this guy was gonna be the truth, and then I started to realize. I'm like, wait a minute, this guy is still. He, he's literally supposed to be a senior now. Like most of these guys that are coming out are freshmen. Right, like we're forgetting they're freshmen, so they're really not going to be NBA players until three to four years from now depending on their development right so you know it's gonna t- clearly some of these guys are gonna take some time um vonley now is like oh he can do it he can average a double double now i'm like now he was supposed to be the the ceiling was as soon as he comes out of college he's supposed to be doing a double double so when you mentioned these guys were averaging 18 and 20 in college i'm like bro that's college Right. Obviously, you know this is the NBA, right. so I think a lot of these players, uh, looking at them coming in and look at the team, looking at the teams they're going to, I'm like, yo, I don't see none of these players. You know, Bridges and Charlotte, he's really not a scorer like that, so I don't see him scoring that much. Then you're talking about, I think Marvin Bagley is the only one I can see where it's like, okay, he's going to get a lot of touches, and he's going to, you know, have a, a one-two punch with. Um, with the point guard. Yeah, but you can say the same that, thing with Dondre Ayton. Dondre Ayton is a, is a, is a feature player in that team. I mean, when Book, when Devin Booker comes back and gets healthy, like we all know the vibe. We all know Kevin. I mean, uh, Devin Booker is going to be the franchise player. Do you when, watch both? Did you watch both Ayton and Bagley play? Where in NBA or college? No, college, college. I, for sure. Who, who who do you think has a better post game right now? Post game. Um, that's a great question. I would say Bagley. Bagley has a better post game and can play face up and right. can actually shoot the ball. Right, way better than than Aiden. Right, yeah, now. but Aiden is, is strong. Aiden. He can bu- he, he can he can put you in the box. He can dunk it on your head, and he's stronger than Bagley. So he can and and he has a nice little touch. He's not as fluid as Bagley. Got a nice touch. And the big thing for him, him being so big, he can make free throws. That's a big thing for him, right? So I think he can be an impact player in this draft, but he only gets better with the better players around him. So he needs Booker and these guys around him because right now you might get 18, 20 touches. When that, come, when that bad boy come back from injury, the game is over because you know what's going through right through him. So I Booker, think- dropped, Booker dropped 70 points. That, this boy ain't gonna be touching the ball too much. That's, that's my point. <laughs> that's my point. But right now, he, with the experience of, of of him getting NBA game time while Booker's hurt, will do will do wonders for him, right? 
because yeah, it'll help his confidence. Yeah, it'll build his confidence. He'll get a rhythm, and then he'll probably work hopefully better with Booker, because Booker and him is a nice two one two punch, and they're still in their early twenties. I don't think Aiden is twenty yet. I mean, this Booker's just turned what twenty one. Like you gotta be kidding me. You know, you're looking at a ten year window. These guys can really do damage if they get it together, right? Where Bagley. He's a more sharper player. He's a much more fluid player. He's a much more finesse player, and I think that um, I think that Bagley will have a, a, an immediate impact than than any other rookies at this point in time. Yeah, you know what? You listen. He he. A it may turn into something big, or he may turn into Greg Golden. We'll see. Right. Question I got for you is: aside from LeBron going to the Lakers, um, who are some people? That switched teams over the the free agent period in the summertime that you're looking forward to seeing. Uh, again, we got LeBron with the Lakers. Aside from him, you got Kawhi to Toronto, DeRozan to San Antonio. You got DeMarcus Cousins to the Warriors. You had uh, Carmelo to the Rockets. Um, DeAndre Jordan to the Mavericks. I just I just threw his name in there. So aside from LeBron, who are you most excited to see on a brand new roster? The two two guys I really want to see are um, I want to see how Melo does in Houston, and I want to see how Kawhi does in Toronto. Because so first, I start with Kawhi in Toronto. Clearly, he ran away from San Antonio. They did him <laughs> dirty. It looks like it was an injury gone wrong. Uh-huh. They 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 forced him out. So now he's in Toronto, and from what it looked, you know, from early on, he didn't really want to go to Toronto. But but seeing that how San Antonio likes to play dirty, they sent him to Toronto. So for this one year, Toronto has them, and we shall see if he's capable of getting them at least. You know, I, I don't see them. I see them making the playoffs, and I see them going maybe to the third round. But I don't see them beating. Um. Boston, but if Kawhi is that good, if Kawhi is the quote unquote best two way player mm-hmm. in the NBA right now, when he's healthy, he should be. He should have enough firepower in Toronto to quite possibly take. Bo- I mean, at least take Boston to seven games, maybe. In terms of uh, Melo, um, I want to see if he can at least get them to at least sixty wins um, and see what happens. If they meet up again in the Western Conference Finals with another shooter against Golden State, because clearly, don't get me wrong, PJ Tucker did well, and it was it was pretty much the PJ Tucker, Harden, and Chris Paul show, um, and obviously Clint Capella did some things, but it was just pretty much bombs away from everybody shooting on the perimeter. Um, but with another addition with with Melo. Now you can just have Melo stay on the wing and wait for his pass to come to him. He's going to turn into the Melo from um, the Olympics. And a lot of people forget Melo from the Olympics was one of the, basically was the best player in the world at at a particular time. Be playing in the same D'Antoni spread offense, if you will. So those are the two that I'm really focused on. So I assume you have Boston versus Toronto. And the Warriors against the Rockets in the conference finals, right? For the East and West? Yeah, I think I think um, the only reason why I didn't put Philly there is because Philly needs another shooter. J.J. Redick is great. Don't get me wrong. But they need another shooter for uh, Embiid because, you know, Embiid's, Embiid's awesome. He's, yeah, because he's, they, he's, they lost um, 
Bellinelli and Ilyasova. So yeah, that was that was a pretty big they, loss for them. Oh, they lost both of those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. No, forget it. They yeah, forget it. They need they need they need shooting around Embiid as of course Ben Simmons because once you you know Ben Simmons can't shoot a lick. Mm-hmm. So now all you have is JJ Redick, and that's not going to be enough for these guys to just. They're just going to pack it in around Embiid, and then and, and then say JJ Redick score fifty, score fifty. We don't care. I think for me it's going to be Boston and oh man, I, I, I want to say Philly, but the point you just made about them needing one more shooter or just another veteran that can catapult them to a conference finals, I think they're still pretty young. Toronto. I like Toronto, man. I think I think it's gonna be Boston, Toronto, Golden State Rockets, and I think we're gonna have Boston and the Warriors in the NBA Finals. What you think? I'd love it, Joe. What you think? Um, you're gonna guys might think I'm crazy with this, right? But I I agree. I agree with you in in, in regards to. The most like the interest the the players that's most interesting in free agency. I think I, what I would say differently what you said Denise show and I probably I don't know if Randy answered the question, but I'm, I'm really interested how they they incorporate Demarcus Cousins. I think that's the most interesting piece to free really? agency. Yeah, I I just I mean you look at that five man that five, that five is perennial uh, all star. Like like how do you gonna I, incorporate? Don't, I think it's it's gonna be just like an it's gonna be like an all star team. I don't think it's gonna be really that much difficult. I mean, but I want to see him. I want to see him not score twenty five a game and then work with a system and have fun and enjoy. Cause every time you see him play, he's always angry, upset, and, and trying to score one hundred and forty five in a game by himself. To him, really take a step back and say, "Listen, this is easy to me now." I like to see that. And then the other, the other person I'm interested in this off season is Demar Derozan, and I think Demar Derozan is a, is a like you, he's going back to the West Coast, right? Going back to not not LA, but like that West Coast offense and trying to really revitalize the Spurs franchise, and they're putting a lot in him and Aldridge, and I like to see that work out. Um, but as far as the finals, right? I definitely have the Boston Celtics in the finals. I like Indiana. And cool. Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. What? Yeah, I mean, you want to say what you want. Um, ben Simmons can't shoot. That's Say it. what you want. Ben Simmons can't make a free throw. Say what you That's want. Good. They have no outside shooting besides maybe Wilson Chandler, who just got hurt in preseason. Right? JJ, Say what JJ you want. Redick. JJ Redick is going to come off a few screens a game, and that's about it, right? Yeah, that's about it. I think Indiana has a well-cohesive unit that took LeBron James, Cleveland Cavaliers, a seven-game series, and you have a, a budding Oladipo who just got experience in the playoffs. And primarily that whole roster's young. And they only got better. Right? So I I don't want to say Philly won't make it. I think that's the odd favorite, the them and the Celtics, but I just don't I don't Raptors, I'm not sold on, man. I'm not I've never been sold on them. I think that LeBron got their soul. And you never For me, nah, for me for the Raptors, it's not a matter of LeBron got there, so you're right. LeBron Thanos them. It's not about that. My thought process is, um, you know, um, Kawhi's going to be that much better for them. That's all. I mean, and, and you're right, but knowing Kawhi, he's unpredictable, right? He may not like the the, the Raptors after 40 games. Like I want to be out. You never know, right? <laughs> but I, I think the safest answer is Boston, Philly, and Toronto. I get both of you. I just 
want to put a different a, a, a monkey wrench in this conversation with the Indiana Pacers, and I think that they okay. have they have a great uh, two guard um, with with Old Depot. Uh, they got a solid point guard with Collison. They got the two big men um, in the paint. I'm drawing a blank on the name right now. Um, Turner. Turner, uh, yeah. And, um, and Thaddeus Young. Uh, and, and they got some pieces, man. And, 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 and some bonuses. I mean. No, they, they, they got some they, young gunners. I, I see you. I, I, I get what you're saying. You know, they're solid. And, and I don't, you know, and they got some pieces, man. So, yeah, they lost Lance. Um, you know, I mean, but Lance is Lance. I think that they can they can mass that that uh subtraction from the team, um, but I'm I'm I like Indiana. Would I put them in a conference finals? I'm taking a taking a leap of faith on that one, but I don't I I, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to feel like it's a runaway with Toronto and Philly because there there are some glaring holes that they have in their roster, and especially yeah Philly. I think yeah I think but even then I think the uh, the talent. I think the talent that you're again it is Embiid and Ben Simmons that good to overcome. They, are they that talented to overcome those those flaws that they have? And, and that's the question. And so. that's the flaws that I'm worried about because you couldn't even mask those flaws when you're missing Haywood and Kyrie from the Celtics, and they damn near if not swept them right, or they had one game Philly. They won one game, right? So hit, hit me out, Denisha. You talk about two perennial All Stars out of the Celtics roster, and you lost with two budding superstars with Embiid and Simmons, and the Celtics exposed you with things that you cannot do well, and that's Brad Stevens at his finest. He found your way to 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 kryptonite you, and I feel those are holes that they did not cover. In this offseason. Now they're banking on Fultz to be that shooter. But we all know Fultz jump shot is just starting to begin to have some kind of formality. I don't think it's going to propel you to a conference final. Right? But Kyrie and Hayward were not playing last year. And the fact that they swept them and took care of them so easily. Really has me scared to really kind of coast out in Philly. Until we see them in a. You know. With, with a, at least 30-40 games in their belt. To see how they can kind of mask their errors. We shall see. We shall see. Yeah, but it'll probably be Golden State again for the third year in a row. <laughs> I guess it, it don't matter if it's Boston, Philly, Toronto, Indiana, Milwaukee. It's just going to be Golden State. Likely for a three-peat. Um, you know, we, we haven't seen a three-peat since the uh, 2001-02 Lakers. Before that was Chicago. In the '90s, so seeing a three peak could be fun. You know, if if everybody remains healthy and they incorporate Cousins with that offense, uh, in, in I guess in March or April, whenever he plans to come back, I think it'd be very interesting to see this team um, win three in a row. You know, they they could have won four in a row, 15, 16, 17, and eighteen. Like we could be having a whole different conversation now. Like the Warriors could be trying to win their fifth in a row. Like, that sounds very crazy to, to hear. But If Draymond Green doesn't get suspended, they they win five in a row. And, and, Those and, are the and, facts. And that's amazing, man. Like, you know, you don't see that in football. You don't see that in baseball where a team – you might see three in a row in baseball. We saw it with the Yankees a while back. But for a team now – 
in this modern era to win three championships in a row. Um, and they're all still young. They might go for four or five. They can keep going if they keep uh, they keep this roster. We know Durant's going to be a free agent. We know Clay's going to be a free agent. I think Cousins will also be a free agent. So if they keep this if they keep this roster together, I mean, who knows, man? This this Warriors ride can go for another two three years, man. It's crazy. Get on the gravy chain, Golden State, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I think is I think only Houston and Boston can can knock them down, man. Boston, you know, Kyrie said somebody asked him, "Can they be the Warriors in, in a seven game series?" And he said, "Yeah, like he really believes that." And I, and I think from a young talent perspective, you know, one through five, when you get Kyrie, Horford, Hayward, Brown, Tatum, Rozier, Morris, um, who's the coach? Who's the, who's the coach? Brad Stevens. That might be the only roster. Like it really for a seven game series, I I I I, I would put Boston ahead of Houston right now, um, if I had to pick it right now. But it's gonna be tough, man. If it is Boston, Golden State, I'm with it. No more Cavaliers. No more you know Tristan Thompson in the NBA Finals. No more Cal Corvus. But um, should be fun, man. Should be fun. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. This is the part. This is the part of the year I love. And, uh, you know, we're going to see who, who we're going to see what, what players fold really quick and early. We're going to see, you know, so, so many storylines from Cleveland without LeBron, Lakers with LeBron, Golden State seeing LeBron for the very first time. It's going to be a couple of games. I, I'm, it's going to be can't. It's going to be must see TV. It's going to mm. be a couple of games. It's going to be must see TV. Uh, a few more things before I wrap it up. Who's going to be the better team in New York, the Knicks or, the, or, or Brooklyn? Joe, you want to take that one first? He's not here right now, so it's only me and you. <laughs> <laughs> then, 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 then we'll, we'll proceed. Uh, the Knicks will be a better team than um, Brooklyn. Than the Brooklyn Nets because of Enos Cantor. Yeah, man, him in preseason getting twenty and twenty, and you know, I, I'm I'm watching the games. I'm like, get him out, get him out, get him out. I, I I don't want anybody hurt. I want everybody healthy. I want them to have a good, strong start. But cancer, man, is 25 years old, 26, something like that. He's getting 20. I know it's preseason, but just seeing him really accepting being a New York Knicks, he wanted to stay, and this is the, and that's the kind of production you get from a preseason game. Um, I mean, I don't know where he ranks as far as centers go in the Eastern Conference or in the NBA, but I think he might be – you know, until poor Zingas gets back, he might be the focal point of that of that offense and, and the defense as well. He's going to have to be the focal point if they want to have any, any chance to win. But I mean, if I was to rank him in the East, I would say he's uh, so. Embiid would be one, and oh, yeah. then Drummond can't really score like that, uh, so I wouldn't put him. I wouldn't put Drummond too high. You probably put um, uh, what Horford. Um. It was who's Valachunas? Uh, Al Horford. You put Al Horford Valachunas is. I don't. I don't like Valachunas. He's not that athletic. Um. Yeah. Bro, Al, I mean, Al Horford. Where you put him? Uh, to me, Al Horford's a four. He's not a five. So. I mean, he plays a four. He could play a five, but he's a four. So if I'm if I'm talking about strictly five five five, the five position, yeah, he's right behind Embiid in the East. Really, if you really want to look at it, he's right behind um. 
he's right behind uh, Embiid in the East. Yeah, but um, if you if you put Halford if you put Halford to the five, then he's third. Halford's second. Real quick, speaking of three peats, which one? Which which three peat you felt was um, what's the word I'm looking for? Better was better. Uh, I guess more more impressed with yeah, the the Bulls okay. first mm-hmm. one, the Bulls second one, or the Lakers in the 2001 well, 2001-02, if I'm not mistaken, was with the referee that they said cheated. In 02, in, in uh, the Sacramento Western Conference Finals. Yeah. yeah, I watched that finals. I, You know, we always watch finals and we always be like, you know, people think conspiracy theories, all that. No. 100%, he was working with the mob. He said it himself. He wrote a book. He literally said they they the NBA got him out of the league. He mm-hmm. literally said we wanted the Lakers to win a three P. So we made all the calls towards that way. And I mean, there was a I forget the exact game. I'm sure we can Google it. I think it's either game five or game six where Sacramento was up twenty. I think that's the game that Robert Horry hit that three to win the game. Yeah. I think that's the I think that game. They were down twenty. Like yeah, down six. twenty and they they fought back and they were getting every single call. So I eliminate that Lakers team. So between that, so now we're talking about the Bulls, the first, the first Bulls run and the second Bulls, second Bulls run. Yeah. The first Bulls run. More the first impressive. Bulls run was probably more impressive because they still had to, you know, the second Bulls run they were more experienced. But the first Bulls, and then they had Jordan who had more. Um, who pretty much wants to prove to the league that er- and everyone that you know baseball was just a little uh, side venture, and he's still the man. But the first one was they had to overcome a hump in the first championship, and then be the hunted in the next two championships, and then prove to everybody like they they were not to be messed with. Yeah, because so, the, the then, first run they had to go through um, the Lakers. Then they had Portland. Then they had Phoenix. The second one, they had Seattle and Utah twice. I think the only time that I wouldn't say in danger, but the only time I felt they were in competition like that where, hey, Chicago might lose or um, it, 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 it might have been Utah. It might have been the Utah, you know, either one of those. Um, you know, L.A. was in, was in five. They were up uh, 3-1 against Phoenix. They were up, I think, 3-1 against Portland. I could be wrong about that. It could have been 2-2. Um, Seattle, they were up 3-zip. They lost two in a row. Then they won in six. Utah in 97. Uh, I think I think 97-98 could have been the toughest year the Bulls had to, to, to win a championship, in, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. They had to go through, I mean, again, they had to go through gauntlets of teams with that they had Hall of Famers yeah. on there. Like Hall of Fame, legit players that were not going to just lay down, even though, you know, they, you know, they, you know, they were up a couple of games and they took some L's, but it was a legit gauntlet. Legit. So the last question I got for you and, and Joe before we head up out of here. Um, any event the Warriors, and I'll start with Joe, any event the Warriors were to three-peat, 
um, this season. That means four out of the last five first three pieces, um, 2001-02 with the Lakers. Where would you where would you rank this Warriors team as far as greatest of all time? Is it above the Lakers we saw with Kobe and Shaq? Is it above um, Chicago Chicago with uh, Jordan and Pippen? Celtics from back in the days, Showtime Lakers. I'm not saying above them, but do they be, do they become in that echelon of the conversation as one of the greatest teams of all time? Based on the talent that they have, the only comparison I can compare them to is the Boston Celtics. Uh, I think it was 80, maybe 86 Boston Celtics, where you had what? You literally have five, five Hall of Fame on one team. You had Dennis Johnson. You had Larry Bird. You had uh, McHale. You had Parrish. And I think you had uh, Danny Ainge. And I believe you had Bill Walton on that team as well. You had a, 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 a four, four out of the five starting five were, were um, Hall of Famers. This team right now, Boogie Cousins, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, Steph Curry. That team, that starting five will go down as the greatest starting five in NBA history. Period. No debate, no discussion. Thoughts? Um, solid comments you made, buddy. Real solid. I don't know if that's the greatest team of all time. But I would say that if the Golden State Warriors repeat, it's kind of those things that you expected, right? It's not like back in the day where every every series was so competitive where you didn't know who would win and who would come out of it. Yeah, we knew Jordans of the world and Isaiah's and the, the Magics would come out and the Burrs, but those are tough series. Like right now, they make it look real easy. So I think from a generation standpoint, They'll be considered one of the best teams, if not top five teams ever. Just just the potency they have, and every 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 uh, position they have is highly skilled and very and heavy IQ. Um, I would say that they're going to be one of the best teams of all time. I I, I kind of see this team winning winning five in a row. That's how good they are. Um, it's just the system. It's the it's the coach. It's the aura. It's the it's the franchise. It's them being selfless, you know what I mean, not being selfish, could be one of the, one of the best teams of all time. Um, without a dominant so center, what team is, without what team is without that? a dominant center, without a dominant center, um, you know, you know, we 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 look back at L.A. Lakers like Shaq was the most dominant player, in, you know, in that era. You know, Jordan was the best two guard of well now of all time, but at that time period, he was the best two guard in the league. You know, like the Warriors have the best. The best two guard, well, one, the the best one, the best three, the best four, and now potentially the best five. Like, you can have arguments about that. Like, is Kevin Kevin Durant is a one time gener- generational player? Klay Thompson is probably the best shooter in NBA besides Clay, besides Curry, and Curry's one probably the best point guard now, and will go down as an NBA Hall of Famer. So, match those match the Warriors team versus the. The Bulls, when he was fighting the uh, the Utah Jazz, put them up against the Lakers. Like it's pretty much a nice conversation to have. 
because they, well, again, so you're saying you're saying telling me right now that the the Golden this Golden State Warrior team is not the best team ever assembled that you've ever seen play basketball. I said it could be, and potentially they can win five in a row. That's how good they are. I, I, I what I'm talking about, Dennis, and I think you and I can talk about it as well as Randy is like we've been around the game. What I don't want I don't want to reveal our ages, but almost three decades or so, four decades. Easy, right? Easy. You've seen NBA when it was strictly grit, grind, fights, um, you know, whatever the case may be, and the and the the, the series was just so gritty, right? You you know, five game series is you know fourth, you know, it's three two, you know, a seven game series four three. The Warriors make it look so easy that I don't think at times they're at their full potential. You know, when you had the Bulls run, you had the Rockets run, you had the Pistons run. Those guys were, were calling and scratch of every play. You know, Isaiah limping on one leg and, you know, you got uh, Jordan with the flu game and you got, you know, so many different barriers that I, I haven't really seen a barrier with the Warriors and the fact that, like even last year, you you could say that the Curry would, you know, that the Warriors had a, had a, a, a mini scare because Curry was out the last twenty something games. Did they really miss a beat? Like it just it just allowed no. it just allowed Durant to be much more potent. Like that's how it's, that's how good they are, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like they're not playing in an era that's so much competition. They're playing in one. And they're playing, yeah, they're playing an era with, with LeBron. Dominates and and LeBron actually played in an era that was much more tougher than the Warriors play right now, right? Yeah, it's a different it's a different era. So I I get that that uh, that aspect. So yeah, I mean if we're do- yeah, so if we're talking about errors. Yeah, maybe that if you're doing errors, right? You're saying all time they can probably be one of the best teams all time. They probably rank top three or top five, but I feel they can. It only will determine this year and how they go moving forward because next year is free agency. Next year, you got Clay Thompson up for a contract. Now, the thing the year after that is Draymond Green, and even ne- next year, even Durant's up for for option, right? So, where they're gonna go with that is determine how good they're gonna be as far as the all time list, depending on free agency. Because I, yes, they could probably still win without Clay. They can't win without Durant. And I think in order for them to be a legacy or or, or have this dynasty times two. On their tagline, you have to keep this team together because Clay Thompson is crucial to everything they do. Of course, I, I don't think I don't think. Let me let me be let me be clear with you. Steve Kerr played for Phil Jackson and then played for Greg Popovich. Right. Steve Kerr saw the San Antonio Spurs win what six rings in a decade. I think let me was, tell you something. Five. five five rings in a decade. Let right. me tell you something. Steve Kerr is in their ear, and if it's it's not about the money because Kevin Durant's getting Nike money that's like over 100, 200 million. So it's not about the money at that point. It's not about getting max dollars at that point. It's about legacy. And if you can go down, uh, go down, Marcus Cousins, right. Clay Thompson, these guys that are about to have uh, their contract come up. If you're gonna, if you think you're going to leave a leave Golden State to go to another team. To win another championship, that's not going to happen. That's if not. But if they with- win three and five, they might as well just say, you know what, we got three and five, and they may want to go why for not, a tag. They want to go for a franchise six, tag. Six or seven. 
Why not get six and seven? Why are you trying to be a franchise? You, you don't because, need to be the franchise. Because you, you're you cemented. Because you're cemented in history already. There's no more conversation about you winning championship. Now it's about. I mean, let me feed my family and protect my longevity because I've taken so many pay cuts to be part of a championship, and I won three or four or five of them. Yeah, but did why not I get my check? You said you mentioned pay cuts. I'm telling you that it's not about the money, man. And then secondly, it isn't. But sometimes these players are. Like what when shocked say, me with cousins? What shocked me with cousins? The fact that you 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 came from a franchise that's paying you almost a hundred million. You're gonna take five million, and then I'm gonna prove myself. That's what makes me. That's what makes this offseason so scary for me, and why he's the most integral part of this conversation. Because Demarcus Cousins is a walking double double. Demarcus Cousins is the, probably the most feared big man in the NBA and the most skilled. And you put them against those four other players that are so potent and Iguodala on the bench and Sean Livingston, come on, man. you got to be no, out your listen, mind. You, you, um, I, my, my thought process, I don't see them going anywhere. And you can say whatever you want about how many rings does Shaq have? Four. How many rings does Kobe have? Five. Enough said. That's the only reason why Kobe wanted to do it himself, to say, I got right. one. And that's what he said, and I quote, I got one more than Shaq. You can't put me in the same box as right. Shaq. Just like you can't put, you know, you, you say you can say what you want about Isaiah and those boys, the bad boys. They got two. But They're not compared to Jordan because Jordan got how many? You can't get six, though. There you go. That's what I'm saying. But this you, team you, will. This team could. There you go. That's what I'm saying. So why not get six and put yourself in the conversation of the Bulls as opposed to you're not okay. going to be in the conversation but, and, and of I, the... And I said they could be the best team all time if not top three, depending on how they make moves in, in the offseason or injuries. That's the only way you could beat this team is either free agency or injury. That's how sad it is because they make it look so easy and, and the way they are, they play together unselfish and they're selfless. That's, the, that's, a dangerous, that's a dangerous combination. You're not talking about you know, a team that's relying on one player to score. You got every corner of the of the, of the, of the basketball court covered with potential 20-point scorers besides Draymond Green. It's scary. And you wake up in the morning and be like, damn, we, we, we swept through the finals? Like, again? Like, they might... Like, even Steve Kerr said earlier in, um, in um, the TNT... The, the open court. Like, my, my struggle is getting them to be interested in the game because they're going to start... Get bored. Right, they get bored. They start coasting. Right, that's my worry. Like even even their coasting is better than half the half the teams in the league. So my thing is, they have to they have to be motivated. And like that's the beauty of having LeBron in the West because now you now you have to be motivated because as much as he's trying to get in the playoffs, they, they, they here goes another thing that they can really challenge themselves. Say, hey, listen, man, we gotta make sure that that we gotta make sure number twenty three don't come near this this in this, in this Western Conference Finals because. That's a different. That's a different man that we're dealing with, right? So they had different incentives to keep them motivated, and that's Steve, Steve Kerr said, like, wh- wh- how can I get them motivated? I gotta do. I gotta let. He, he let his own team coast the game, bro. That's how good this team is. <laughs> like I forgot about that. Like I forgot about how my man Steve Kerr sat down and said, "I let my team coast the game." Like, are you serious, man? Like, yeah. Well, listen, when you gotta when you gotta motivate these guys, it's like, yo. uh... You know, maybe they'll maybe if they they have no direction, maybe they'll find their own direction and, and be motivated to actually do something. Could, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Unless season. the biggest motivation for them, and I and I, I you know I want to be sure and sure with this is maybe their their motivation idea is let's try to get the goat. Let's try to get six. 
Yeah, maybe, that's it. Maybe that's, 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 maybe, that's, maybe that's, that's, that's the motivation. All, that's all they they. And that's what I'm saying. Demarcus can get two. Demarcus can get two on the way. That's what it is. Just just jump on this train and get some on the way because it's going there. Either way, every year it's going there. Do you want to jump on this train or do you want to jump off? Why would you want to jump off? Like, forget about it. Right. And I think that's the probably, I mean, I'm not in the locker room. I don't know what Steve Kerr is as far as motivation or whatever these guys need the motivation. But, I mean, three is three is not far from six. You see how obsessed LeBron was to get six and he fell short. This team got a way to get to it easier and, and more effectively with the best talent in, in the NBA. That's That's constructed. So, it's dangerous. They could be the best team ever assembled, um, but we got to get through these next couple of years to really have the conversation. So for us to be far-fetched with that, I would say right now they're the top three or top five teams all time, and then they could be the the, the best team, depending on that, how those next couple of years unfold. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great season. I can't wait. Yeah, man. Next week, NBA tips off. Uh, I think we have Boston and Philly. Then we have, oh, what is it? OKC and uh, the Warriors. I think LeBron doesn't doesn't suit up till Thursday on TNT um, on the road against the Portland Trailblazers. But um, should be fun, interesting NBA season. Let's hope no one gets hurt. Um, we have these uh, great, great plays and great series. Uh, Denicio, my man, always appreciate it. You can find him on Twitter at Denicio Shoots, D-E-N-I-C-I-O. S-H-O-O-T-S. My brother Joe Cruz is at Hoops in the Sun. H-O-O-P-S-I-N-T-H-E-S-U-N. And you can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz. R-E-N-D-Y. The letter J-C-R-U-Z. My man, appreciate it. <laughs>